hello and welcome and thank you for joining for this week's episode for some reason when i recorded this episode maybe it's because i was laying down on my couch with the mic in my hands and that would probably make a lot more sense of why the audio is not the greatest i will be working on that so bear with me and hopefully it will resume to normal quality next week enjoy Hello and welcome to the Live Your Damn Life podcast. If you are new here, hi, my name is Haley and I am your host. Thank you for joining me this week and yeah, I'm really excited to get started. If you are joining me this week and you know, you're probably tuning in in the morning or it's the afternoon, it's fabulous. I'm currently on my couch. It is about 8.30 p.m. on a wild and chaotic Friday night. Just kidding. I am in sweatpants, a sweatshirt, a full-sized robe, and a blanket. Um, Yeah, that's just where I'm at at this point in my life. It's been absolutely chaotic in Chicago between crazy windstorms, crazy rainstorms, it was 70-something degrees out yesterday with not a cloud in the sky. You know, this just bipolar attitude that the weather is giving me right now is really throwing me into a loop of my own. So right now we are cuddled up on the couch. I usually record this at my desk, but thought the vibe was more of a cozy kind of feel type of vibe. Just as you know, we recapped and we come together and kind of debrief everything that's going on and I'm excited for this episode it's a really fun one um and yeah let's dive in so thinking about a recap you know looking at the past week of my life nothing's been that different I would definitely just say it's the weather has been crazy which you know it makes me internally crazy in a sense, I think the two are definitely poor. <laughs> you know, they correlate for sure. It's not just me, but it's been a great week. Like I previously mentioned, if you've listened to past episodes, I'm working with one of my best friends, Kara. She started a wellness brand and she is helping people with health coaching, life coaching, all that kind of involves not. And it's been great. You know, I'm really trying to take it seriously. I have been chaotic, like I said in previous episodes. My life is all over the place at the moment, which, you know, we're blessed. But at the same time, I'm really excited to be embarking on this journey with her because it's time to really put not only myself first, because I am doing that from, you know, a life perspective. Obviously, we started this podcast called Live Your Damn Life. And you know what she's doing? She's living her damn life. But there's things that could be better, especially within my health. And this week was super exciting because I matched with a therapist. And you know that mental well-being is about to be slayed. Um, So I'm super excited about that. I think therapy is great in general. My brother's in school to be a therapist. He's almost done. 
it's just great. It's, you know, one thing to get your body right, but it's also another thing to get your mind right. And when the two are in sync, such beautiful things happen and unravel in your life. And I'm just really excited to have that open communication and, you know, no point of judgment and just have that person in my life to really talk to and open them, like having a conversation and open conversation about, you know, bunch of things in my life as a chaotic person like I've previously stated multiple times I think it'll just be a really good sense of grounding for me and that kind of ties into this episode of you know when you're manifesting and trying to create this amazing life and you know really pursue your dreams sometimes it can be easy to keep your head in the clouds and not really get realistic with you know, what's actually going on. So very excited to dive into that and really explore that avenue. And just like I said, I want that whole, you know, picture of wellness, not just the physical and getting my diet right, which reminds me of everything that I ate today, which is a little traumatizing. Um, I did eat an entire chocolate bunny. Do I regret it? No. Mm. Was it my lunch? Possibly. You know what? It's fine. We fell off the wagon one day. It's Friday. You know, we're going to get back on it tomorrow. It's good. This is why I need care in my life and health coaching in general, because I need the accountability. And here it is. So very, very exciting. Also, it's been a fun week in general. There's one thing about Chicago. I just love, if you've ever been here, you might know what I'm talking about. That is Foxtrot Market. I wish this was sponsored by then, but you know, maybe one day. I am obsessed. I don't know what it is about this little tiny market grocery store that's in Chicago. I think it's in some other cities too. DC might be making that up. I have no idea whatsoever, but it's this little piece of heaven that lies in the city and every time you see it it's like a pot of gold i don't know why it's just this you know they have this selection of the most delectable foods it's just like a handcrafted grocery store or market i don't even know from the gods and i am so obsessed with it there's one in every neighborhood and they just opened one in River North, another one in River North, and it's in Tribune Tower off of North Michigan. So I had to go. I had to go. So I went the other day and it was fabulous. Speaking of opening stores, you know they're opening one in Wrigleyville. I did not know this information till today. Um, so yeah, crazy. Anyways, I went to the one in Tribune Tower and it was really cute and quaint. And it was nice and it was yesterday so it was gorgeous it was like 70 something degrees out i was in the mood to walk thousands of miles so i walked myself to the new foxtrot i got a coffee and because i used the app they told me to take a bag of chips i am a person that can say no especially in social situations like that because i am so freaking awkward that it would cost me more pain to hand them back the chips that I was not about to eat. So I just took the chips 
it became this whole ordeal in my head. And I was like, you know what? I am going to walk to the lake because that's what one does when they have coffee and tortilla chips in their hand. So I'm looking like a lunatic walking to the lake, thinking I'm just going to pass off these tortilla chips to any homeless person that I see. And surprisingly, I do not see one on my, you know, mile and a half trek to the lake. Finally get to the lake and I realize, you know, I've been walking for the past two hours since 8 a.m. for God knows what reason. And I'm sitting on a park bench, dressed in all black, huge sunglasses, with my AirPods in, which you can't see, so it looks like I'm talking to myself, drinking an iced coffee and eating tortilla chips at 8 a.m., with the sun blazing on my face. Honestly, kind of a mood. At the same time, while I was trying to people watch, I think people were watching me instead, which you know what, we love that. We love the attention, my Leo self thrives, but um, not in a good way. So that was quite chaotic, but also adventurous and fun. Great times. When the sun comes out in Chicago, when you haven't seen it in like four months, it really does something different to your soul. And, you know, I was just thriving in that moment. And, you know, it was great. I was walking back. Everything was fine. And I did get water dumped all over me from a window washer. Um, that uh, was exciting. It was, you know, enthralling. It's like I was at a water park, but in a grubby city. And, you know what? As shocked as I was, I turned around and I guess the spotter guy, because, you know, they have those, got mad at me for being, you know, visibly like, what the hell's going on? And was like, you know what? It's just water. And I was like, you know what? All right. All right. I'll let you have this one. So that was my day yesterday. Quite chaotic, quite fun, a little different. But, you know, I was thriving. It was warm. The sun was out, and it just got me so excited for summer. If you're not from Chicago, you know, people live for the summers. I live for the summers. Falls are great, too. You know, it really crashes and burns in January, and that's when everything goes to shit. But we just live for the summers. We live for the warmth, the party, the good times, the vibes are immaculate. Speaking of warmth and stuff, I'm already looking forward to next summer. But the thought of having to go through another winter here makes me want to scream. But that's why I'm super excited for this new job coming up that I have. If you haven't heard in previous episodes, I own my own creative studio. It's digital. So I have three clients that I'm keeping through there. I am letting one client go because I am also working for an agency that's remote based out of Denver. I guess they're in person there, but I'm remote. So I cannot say that we are all remote. Um, but I'll be doing digital advertising with them. Um, and it's gonna be great. I'm super excited. The best part of it all is that I will be fully remote. Your girl is gonna go on a solo trip end of May. I've got planned and I'm super excited about that. Sure, it's the Florida, but you know what? It's a start, um, but I am super excited. And because I went fully remote, that means next winter, the girl is gonna 
snowbird for the first time. I'm really excited. You know, I was getting confused. I was like, is it too young to start snowboarding at the ripe age of, I guess I'll be 25. Wow, that's a quarter life. That's a, you know, I mean, considering I am going to live to 100, you know. So, wow. Anyways, you know, flashback to reality. Your girl's going to snowbird. And, you know, I might not be in my late 70s and a little bit wrinkly. Um, but she is, you know, thriving and she's going to snowbird without judgment. And that's what we're going to do. So excited. I've been thinking of all the places that I want to go and what I want to do. There's so many options, which I'm just so lucky and privileged to have, you know, best friends and siblings and phenomenal places that, yeah, I just really look forward to the things I'm going to do, you know of possibly going abroad the world is our oyster and we are excited for her and i am so excited because i do love this city chicago is the bee's knees it has everything but once winter hits all of those good things just shrivel up and die and everyone runs into hibernation and i'm really making this not sound great so if you're trying to move to chicago so sorry if i just deterred you um, don't be alarmed. The winters can be great. You know, I am a very introverted extrovert. So when the winters do come along and we do spend our weekends indoors and not going out and really the foodie comes out, you know, we're booking into restaurants, really focusing on friendships and outings that way, which is really cool. And I really appreciate um, so that is a pro to winter. Yeah, we might all be in hibernations and that's totally fine, but we're, you know, fat and happy and we're living our best lives and we love that. So if you are moving to Chicago, there is your shiny star for winter. But, you know, been there, done that, got the West Loop foodie t-shirt. Um, but now I'm ready to snowbird and I'm going to snowbird shit out of this place. And I'm so excited. And I think my brother might even come with me for a month. And that would be so much fun. But yeah, I guess that kind of leads me into things I've been loving recently. And that kind of goes along with my recap. I have been obsessed with thrifting recently. Not so much actually going to thrift because like I said, it has been so mother effing cold that I really don't want to take steps out of my house. But even if I do, it's just the wind. Speaking of wind, I was laughing with a friend today. So backstory, I am from Tennessee. I am super into astrology too. I'm a Libra rising. So all about the looks, all about the glam. When I was in Tennessee, I was obsessed with, you know, the full face of makeup. I had extensions, eyelash extensions, the nails. I was slaying every single day head to toe, woke up, slayed, went to bed, slayed, showered, slayed. Uh, maybe not slayed in the shower, but uh, you know what I mean. Anyways, it's so freaking windy up here that my thinking, we were laughing, I was like thinking back on how I had so many extensions in my head, they would not stand a chance in the Chicago wind. They would be flying out of my head. 
flying out of my head or at least exposing me to everybody around me, you know, which fair, whatever. I don't really care about that. Live your truth, live your life, live your extension's dream. But oh my God, I'd be getting whiplash from the amount that the wind would be pulling my hair and not in the hot way up here. It's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> back to thrifting. So I've been super obsessed with thrifting, but mostly just on Poshmark. If you know me at all, I have a knack for thrifting. I am a serial thrifter. It's my dream. It's my passion. It's like I said, I think I was put on this earth to talk shit, but also I think I was put on this earth to thrift shit. So those are my two talents in this life. And I'm really damn good at it. And so this week I was looking just for random things. You go to Poshmark for certain things and not for others. But this week has been a special one. I found these new balances. They're straight up grandpa shoes. One of you guys, you know, it's probably one of your grandpa's uh, shoes. And tell them thank you because they are hot. They're slaying the house. I am obsessed with them. They're a little too tight, but, you know, they're very cute that hopefully my feet will shrink. My feet do this really weird thing where they like to swell and shrink. Um, don't know if that's normal. If it is, please let me know. But other than that, I did thrift something else that's very exciting. I would say my style is super comfy and super casual, but I do have a lot of elements of, like, a capsule wardrobe. So, you know, your trenches your like heavy leathers, your blazers, things like that. And I have a suede leather coat, not a coat. It's just like a suede leather zip jacket, you know, the classic moto style. It's from Blank NYC. It was tried and true, but she is just looking grubby these days. And I was like, you know what? It's time to get a legit moto leather jacket. And what other more iconic piece than an All Saints leather jacket. May I remind you, those babies run anywhere from $500 to $700 a piece. Specifically, their Balfour jacket, mwah, work of freaking art. Gorgeous. I told myself when I moved to Chicago and went into the store and tried it on that I knew I had made it in life when I have a Balfour jacket. And I know that might sound stupid to some people who are like, what the hell is this Balfour shit? You know, I didn't even pronounce it right when I just said it, but it's special to me. And for some reason, it has some weird, odd meaning. Anyways, I found one on Poshmark in my size, in the exact style that I wanted. $100. Brand new tags on for $200. And this is not just one of those pieces you'll wear, you know, every so often. This is a piece that you will own for the rest of your life. It's like the Chanel bag of leather jackets. And may I tell you, I got it today. I put her on and was just like, damn, this feels good. You know, this feels nice. Like I've made it, I've done it, but have I really done it? Because I did get this off Poshmark secondhand. So did I actually buy it? No, but at the same time, She's here. She's in my care. I've been manifesting her for as long as I can even remember. 
and she's mine. And, you know, I aligned with her way before I even got her, and she's in my care, which makes the weirdest segue into today's topic. But it kind of works out because today we're talking all about manifesting and just getting in the right mindset for change. And I'm laughing because, you know, that Balfour jacket, sure, it might not mean anything to anybody else, but I have been aligning and manifesting that jacket into my life since I saw it. And was like, you know, I'm going to be that girl. I'm going to be that hot girl slaying the streets in my Balfour All Saints jacket soon enough. And I will have made it. And here we are. You know, I don't know if I would say I've made it, but I'm at this point in my life where I'm just so content that crazy shit keeps happening to me. But it's, you know, I'm not really phased because I am so happy with the life that I'm living right now. And I'm literally living out my truth. And it's kind of incredible. And I am going to kind of walk you through how I got here from a mindset perspective. Because I was in a completely different mindset a year ago. So, Simon. I started journaling and really practicing manifestation. So taking it from the beautiful Google itself, manifesting is the creative process of aligning with the energy of the universe to co-create an experience that elevates your spirit in the spirit of the world. Manifesting isn't about getting, it's about becoming. The more you let go the more you become a match for what you desire. I'm going to read that last part again because I think that's the most important part about this definition. So here we go. Manifesting isn't about getting. It's about becoming. The more you let go, the more you become a match for what you desire. Just let that sink in for a little bit. But pretty much... That is exactly what manifesting is. And it's mostly in line with the law of attraction, which I think is a good thing to read the definition for too. So the law of attraction is a philosophy suggesting that positive thoughts bring positive results into a person's life, while negative thoughts bring negative outcomes. It is based on the belief that thoughts are a form of energy and that positive energy attracts success in all areas of life, including health, finances, and relationships. So take that with what you will. But yeah, that kind of leads us a little bit into what manifesting is, but how people manifest kind of differs from people, you know, from different people's perspectives and person to person and this is going to be purely just my experience with it but still excited to kind of walk through that journey with you guys so my journey with manifesting really started last year if you did not listen to the first episode where I kind of walked through my career path when I moved to Chicago I was freelancing and then took a job in operations with Amazon it was absolutely hell. It was one of the lowest points in my life. I was commuting over two hours one way, and I was working weekend night shifts. Yeah, weekend night shifts. 
So five to like 8 a.m. and then driving back, sleeping for a few hours and going back. Yeah, horrible experience. But what really got me through that entire experience was that was the first time I ever started journaling. And specifically, that was the first time I ever started manifesting. I still have my notebook from back then, my little journal that I would keep in my backpack every day. Thank God no one went through my backpack. The entire time I worked at that job, I was like, please get me out of this job. Universe, please get me out of this job. And she did. But you know what? We'll keep that one between ourselves. Anyways, when I would go to work, I would take about 10 to 20 minutes in my car before going in and just write down my thoughts what I was grateful for and what I was manifesting and my goals. My approach to manifesting and just the energy that comes with it, like I said, law of attraction is huge when it comes to manifesting as well because like I said, it's that energy. It's aligning yourself with that positive energy. And one of the easiest ways to align yourself with positive energy is to reflect on what you're grateful for. This is a, not only a great grounding practice, but this is a great practice for manifesting in general. And I highly recommend if you're ever in the practice of manifestation to really sit down and really figure out what, you're, what it is that you're grateful for and really tune into that energy before, you know, asking the universe for all of these things. You know, it's like you gotta, you gotta really take care of someone before you're like, hey, can you give me a thousand dollars? You know, it's like, why would I do that? So same thing applies to the universe. You know, she has feelings too. <laughs> but on a serious note, I think it's so important to get in the right mindset of manifesting. And that's why it ties into the law of attraction, because you are trying to manifest these amazing, great, big things into your life. And if you're not aligning with those great big things, how are you going to attract that into your life? For example, oh, I say you're manifesting, oh, I want more money. I want to make 60K at the end of the year. But the energy you're bringing is into this world as you wake up every day. I'm so poor. I don't have any money. Oh, I can't pay for this because I don't have any money. Oh, I want to do this, but I can't have any money. I know I just said that, like, I don't have any money multiple times in a row. And you're probably like, all right, I get it after the third time that you said that. But just think about whether it's money, whether it's anything else in your life, how many times that plays throughout your mind throughout the day and you don't even notice it. That adds up. And your mental perspective becomes a reality. So if you're having this, you know, you're saying, oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. But I'm this, you know. You're obviously not aligning with what you're wanting in the future. And especially with the law of attraction, it's important to switch to an abundance mindset, which what that purely means is, you know, not coming from a place of lack. So not coming from a place of no. So switching that mindset into a place of yes and a place of growth versus, you know, the latter. So I was opening up my journal thinking of all the things I was grateful for, putting myself in that positive state of grace. And even at the time when I wasn't, you know, making that much money and wasn't that secure in my financial status, 
I was still thanking the universe for the money that I had and the money that I knew was going to come to me and really aligning with that, knowing that in this moment, I am great. In the future moment, I'm going to be even better. And just having that positive mindset and that positive energy really, you know, opened up that conversation for when it did come time to manifest really aligning with that energy so that I could bring that into my life. So I would write down what I was grateful for. Then I would dive into manifesting. So back then, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head of what I would be manifesting. One that I can think of is I wanted to work in fashion slash retail. I wanted to make over $50,000 a year. And I... I think I just wrote down that I wanted to be happy, which love that for myself. We were in a great mental state, clearly. Um, but yeah, those were like the big ones. And oh, I wanted to start my own business. That was a big one as well. Didn't know what kind of business it was. And that kind of ties into what I'm about to talk to next. But, you know, just wrote down that I wanted some type of business, whether it was a pet shop or a coffee shop. Universe had no idea. so. That was fun for her to figure out, I'm sure. Also, keep referring to the universe as her. She can be a she, they, them, non-binary queen. Whatever you like to think of the universe as, you do that. To me, she is my queen, so that's how I refer to her. And you do you. So when it comes to manifesting, you know, like I said, I just was throwing random ideas on the paper then I would move into my goals, wrap it up, read it again, become really present with what I had said, and go into my day. A couple months went by, and, you know, I was like, I am still in this job. I'm still not seeing any results from doing this. What am I doing wrong? And I had a friend tell me, you know, about manifesting and her routine and what she was doing, and... I was like, damn, mine is I want to start a business and yours is I want to work for myself from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then I want to go take a walk on the beach with my dog. His dog, My dog's name is Peter. And it was just so amazingly specific that I felt like I could just hand her all of that and be like, OK, well, this is exactly what you asked for. And that's what it clicked in my head. I can't be going around with these broad ideas of things that I so-called want to do if I don't even know what I want to do myself. That's a common theme in my life. I feel like I never know what I want to do, but in this moment, I knew I had to get clear on some shit or else nothing was going to happen. So going back to the drawing board, you know, writing down on my journal what I'm grateful for, getting in the mindset, then moving to manifestation and was like, all right, here we go. Let's put in some dates. Let's put in what we want to do. Let's get specific. All right. I want to make over $50,000 by December 2021. I want to work in retail slash fashion within the next month. I want, yeah, month. My eyes are wide open right now. I'm like, wow, that was bold. That was extremely bold. But you know what? She did it. She slayed. She is here. And yeah your two sisters and so 
things like that. And, you know, back to the business one, I was like, I want to get back into freelancing and I wanted to create blah, blah, blah. That one was always less specific because I just could never make my mind up about that. And that makes a lot of sense looking back, you know, throughout the years and to here now, I only just recently started my business about four, like four to five months ago. So you know, maybe it would have been a lot faster if it would have gotten a little bit more specific. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, get specific. Get super specific. Pacific Ocean. No, specific. Super specific. Oh my gosh, I cannot speak. Specific. Get super specific about what it is that you want to do. Write it down and then move on to your goals. So it... The goals do sometimes feel like a regurgitation of what you're saying when you manifesting, but it's just good to know like your long-term plan. I do more of like goals within the reach of one to five years. That way I can just in one sheet of paper and one mindset transaction, as I like to say it, um, I can see what's going on and what, where I am now and what the bigger picture is. So that's one way that I like to do it, but you know what, like I said, you do you. So get super specific and super clear on what it is that you want. And once you get all of that down, you know, you get your goals down and can look at the bigger picture. That's the moment where you really have to decide to have that mindset shift. If you are not in that full abundance mindset, if you are in the mindset of lack, so you're looking at what you just written, you're like, damn, it's a lot of stuff, and I don't really know if I'm going to accomplish that. What energy are you putting out into the world? You know, do you really think that you, if you don't believe in yourself, who the hell is going to believe in you? Definitely not the universe, that's for sure. So you need to get real specific and real sure in what it is that you want to do and what you want to create in this life, because you can create anything you want to create in this life. That's the greatest thing about it. You can do whatever, you know, I was about to cuss, but I'm trying to keep it clean on here. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. And as soon as you realize that and align with that belief that you are limitless, life is amazing. You can do whatever it is that you want to do when you finally decide to make that mindset shift and make that change of, you know what? No, I can't do this. People are going to judge me. If I decide that I want to be, you know, an influencer or make a podcast or make a business, like what if it fails? What if, who cares? Who cares? Leave that at the door and take a step into a new reality that is your life. I'm going to say that again. Leave that mental thought and process at the door and take a step into this new reality that is your life. That is this abundance mindset shift. Leave the lack and switch to abundance mindset. Your life will immediately change. Great things will come to you, whether it is in business or just in, you know, it could be for anything. It could be for a romantic relationship partner. You know, I have someone very close to me that is having so many dating issues and I laugh because I'm like, you are not in an abundance mindset. You're in a lack mindset that's rooted out of fear. As soon as you change and step into that mindset and that new reality, 
your life is going to look a whole lot different. And it will, you know, it takes time. It's not like these things can happen overnight. Uh, a lot of people are afraid of change. I'm the weird anomaly that loves change. I could shave my head or change my hair color every single day and would live for it. I'd think I was, you know, slaying, but I was probably not. I think it has to do with a lot with my detachment issues, which, you know what, that's a conversation for my therapist on a later day, not you all at this moment. But if you are one of those people that hates change and really struggles with, you know, the fear of being judged or the fear of doing something different and failing, I totally hear you. And I think it's a thing that a lot of people struggle with. And it's a very common, you know, reality in this day and age that people are just fucking afraid. Sorry, I said that for I totally told myself I wasn't going to do that. But here we are. You know, here we are. And... It's totally normal to feel those things, but it's crazy how much of a chokehold those types of ideas can have on your life. And as soon as you take the moment to flip your reality and change into abundance versus fear, everything will change. But that is up to you. And it's not something that happens overnight. You know, I can sit here and say, you need to change. You need to change your mindset, shift your mindset. You're probably like, I don't even know how to freaking change my mindset. What do you even mean by that? You know when you know. And it's something you got to practice. Just like manifesting, it's something you got to practice. It's not something that you just expect to do and you're going to be amazing. I heard this quote the other day, and it was just so simple, but it just resonated so well with me because I'm like, damn, that really felt like it was attacking me because it was just so true. I was watching this YouTube video, and um, this, like I said, doing a podcast and kind of stepping into the influencer realm, you know, whether it's just through art or creativity is something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and I've been so critical on myself. I filmed my first podcast and was like really overanalyzing it, really trying to figure it out, like really trying to perfect it. And then I watched this video and it's like this girl's laughing at the camera and she goes, do you think us YouTubers who have been doing this for over 10 years for the first time we made a YouTube video were like, okay, this is great. Um, you got to keep going. No, it was horrible. They didn't know what they were doing. But if they would have let that fear and, you know, disappointment sit there, they would never be at where they were today. Everything takes practice. You can't expect to do one thing and be amazing at it right after. It's this weird satisfaction loop we have, I think, with like social media, and just technology nowadays. We can just be satisfied at like, you know, the touch of a finger. But like with some things in life, that's still not reality. And we can be hard on ourselves for, you know, not being phenomenal at things the first time we try. So whether it's with manifesting or podcasting, in my experience, um, we can't be hard on ourselves. It takes practice. It takes practice to show up not only for, you know, other people most days, but to show up for yourself. And some days are hard. Some days you're like, I don't even want to try. I don't want to write down anything in my journal. I just do not have the mental capacity, and that's fine. I feel that I can't sit here and say that I manifest and write in my journal every single day because I do not. I definitely don't. There's days where I'm like, I could both throw this in a fire if I had a fire 
near me, but I don't, which is probably a good thing. And yeah, just don't be hard on yourself. Everything takes practice, but do not expect to be amazing after the first time you've done it because you're not. And that's the beauty in it because when you go back and look at your journal, you're like, damn, look at how far I've come. Look at all these amazing things that I've manifested into my life. And yeah, like I said in my previous episode, everything I manifested from those early months of manifesting has come into my life. And sure, it might be because I'm regurgitating it on a piece of paper and was staring at it every day and was like, you know, if this doesn't come true, you know, something's wrong. But I think it's just because I wrote it down so many times and really sat with it that I became aligned with it and really resonated with it. And that was my reality. And that became my reality, which is pretty powerful and sounds very woo-woo, which, you know, we're getting there. We're getting to our woo-woos. We're getting to our crystals and, you know, really diving into energy work, which, you know, I speak of crystals and, you know, someone might be like, oh, what even are crystals? Why do you mention crystals? Another great backstory. So crystals are offered good vibrations. Crystals are said to have vibrations or frequencies at which they vibrate. Why do people believe that these have healing powers, you might say? The theory is that by holding them in your hand or placing them on key energy points in your body, crystals transmit energy, which can help calm, comfort, or revitalize. Controversially, some devotees even claim that they help cure ailments from illness to depression. And that's a whole different level of crystal junkies, but that is your quick rundown of why people might be interested in crystal work, but that is an entire conversation for a different day. So like I said, manifesting and manifestation in general looks different for every single person. So do not judge yourself based off of what your friend's doing or what your mom's doing. If your mom's manifesting, she's so maybe maybe what she's doing. Just kidding. But um, like I said, don't judge yourself. Judge free zone. Do whatever feels right for you. If you're like, I don't even want to do the way you said it, do not even do that. Do whatever feels right for you. Figure out what you're trying to call into this world and what is, you know, your life and really align with that. Abundance over lack and practice. And you got this. I believe in you. End of the day, the key is just to be present. Be present in everyday life. Be present with your thoughts, your feelings. And really just resonate with those. And this is such an incredible life. And I've created such an incredible life for myself, especially in the past year. I'm so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful for these habits and techniques that I've kind of picked up and practiced. And yeah, just happy that I can share it with you all and my experiences. And I can't wait to see how it works for you all as well. Once again, thank you so much for joining me and I'll talk to you all next time. Bye. All right, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining and being a part of this conversation. Please be sure to subscribe and give us a follow on Instagram at Live Your Damn Life Podcast and I will see you all next Monday. Bye.